0: Today on this Locked On LA Kings-Anaheim Ducks crossover, my team can't score goals worth a crap.
1: My team decides not to actually play the full 60 minutes.
0: We'll talk about all of this on the preview of tonight's Kings-Ducks game on Locked On SoCal Hockey, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team's every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. That was Sarah Avampado. And welcome to Locked On SoCal Hockey, part of TLOPN or Tlopin. How y'all doing? I'm joined once again by the host of Locked On LA Kings, the stand-in narrator for the Wrigleyville production of We Are Devo, and you can watch her sing some Willie Nelson karaoke tunes with funny hats. It's Sarah (laughs) Avampado.
1: man now i want to go do all those things
0: (laughs) the we are devo or the karaoke with willie nelson i mean
1: all all of the above i've got a lot of funny hats and i know a lot of willie nelson songs
0: do you really as far as the funny hats
1: yes my first job was at a renaissance renaissance fair my friend i have a lot of funny hats
0: no yes are you kidding
1: (laughs) no i'm not kidding
0: how has this not come up
1: i don't know (laughs)
0: How have I not learned this about you? I don't know. You full have, of surprises. You have become one of my new favorite people of all time, as if you weren't already. But Renaissance <laughs> Fair, really? Yep. No, let's go over that for a minute. Actually, <laughs> let's go over the plug because we have to do that. You can hear both our podcasts on TLOPN. Follow our podcasts on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to give our podcast five stars where we talk about funny stuff, including the Renaissance, like we're going to talk about, talk about right now. This might come up later. Also, comment and please subscribe if you haven't already because you never know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> All right. Let's get right. Okay. Renaissance hats, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I worked at the, uh, I'm sure it has a different name now, but it was like the the Renaissance Fair out in Western Pennsylvania. It was my very first job. I was, I think, 15 because I had to get like the special permission to be allowed to have a job. Um, And I had to get like permission for my school and everything. It was really stupid, even though it was in the summer. Um, I worked scooping ice cream. Um, I really wanted a costume job where I could get to be, like, a a character. But, you know, I was 15, so I didn't realize that they weren't going to be like, here, teenager, go LARP for some money. Like, that wasn't really a thing that they would let me do. It was all adults who got the costume job. So instead, I scooped ice cream for a whole summer, and I spent most of my disposable income from that job on things like funny hats and, and stuff like that at the Renaissance Fair. You know, since February is a short
0: month, I think we should both do something very silly on our respective Twitters. So we're going to do this starting February 1st, or sorry, starting today, February 2nd. We'll do two today, and then let's see if we can do this for 28 days. So I'm sure you have 28 different hats, right?
1: I mean, I can make up some things that by the end of the month, I'm going to be making up hats, but I can do it.
0: So let's do this just to see how our fans will react. Not even funny hats, but... Let's see if we could wear 28 different hats throughout the month.
1: All right. And All right. Let's do it. You're on.
0: You're on. All right. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm really Funny cur- hat month. I'm really curious what you have as far as hats go.
1: <laughs> really February, curious. February. Funny hat month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: February funnies. And speaking of February funnies, uh, it's funny for San Diego, not so much for the rain, because we talked about this on Friday. Where the goals were flying over the rain, bows. Ha! I'm oh, sorry. Dear. I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> hey, today's Groundhog Day. The goals do the oh, same no. thing over and over and over again, where they come from behind late, then they win it in an extra session. It's like Groundhog Day over and over again. This day will never end. And, sir, you live by there. Have
1: you been to Woodstock, Illinois? Um, I have not, and I have neither been to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, <gasps> with uh the actual um um groundhog friend. You've lived um, by I, both I, those I've,
0: places and haven't been. No,
1: I I have never seen the groundhog friend in person. Even even
0: it's, I've been to Woodstock.
1: Man, missed out. I know. But
0: anyway, <laughs> so we teased this on the last show. Well, we're really stretching for time. No, we're not. We're just We don't need to stretch because we could talk for hours here. But I mentioned this as a tease on the last show where the youth could be the future. Which rain players do you think could help the kings right now? Do you want to answer that first or shall I go first?
1: Um, I will go because I kind of maybe actually have an answer. Oh. Um and, yeah. And uh there there's a couple and it, it may be accelerated a little bit by the fact that the kings have Currently, at the time that we're recording this, two players on the COVID protocol list, um, Andreas Athanasiou and Blake Lazat, are both uh, not fit to play at the moment. Uh, So the Kings have had to kind of keep shuffling some players around to to get a lineup full. And in practice on Sunday for the Kings, uh, Arthur Kaliev was skating on a line, uh, not as an extra skater, not as a, like, Practice jersey guy, he was skating on a line for the Kings, and he has looked so good in the preseason that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a couple games at the NHL, to see... To see what he's got, uh, you know, there's there's nothing else. Why not at this point? So I, I think that he may very well get a shot uh, at the NHL right now, uh, unless this was just a big giant tease on Todd McClellan's part, and then I'll be sad. Um, <laughs> but I, I I would be excited to see him. I, I think that Jared Anderson Dolan has a good chance. Hopefully someday soon of drawing back mm. into the lineup. He's looked great in practices, but has just always been the the odd man out, unfortunately, on the taxi squad. And uh, not soon, like I don't think he's ready to be here quite yet, but I'm pretty sure we're going to see Rasmus Kupari uh, sooner rather than later. He has been looking really good for the rain in the preseason um, looks fully healthy he of course missed a big chunk of last year because of a knee injury that he sustained at World Juniors and so everyone was kind of concerned like how is he going to come back from this major knee problem uh, and the answer is he's looking real good so I think that he looks better than he did last season when I saw him uh, so I would be really excited to see him uh, get a chance to to see what he can do at the NHL too so those are, those are kind of my picks for who who might be the immediate future for the Kings?
0: <laughs> Those are good answers. There was someone else I thought you were going to say later on that's on the same line as Arthur Kelly of that you mentioned on the previous show.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that one's possible too. Our good friend Tyler Madden. I yeah. think that he is impressed enough uh, in the preseason that I think he's kind of turned some heads uh, in, in the NHL. I, I know that Todd McClellan has always been... Close conversation with John Robleski, the coach of the the rain and has been learning a lot about those players down there. This year is especially weird because I feel like usually there would be some more contact between the two teams, but because of COVID stuff, um, you know, Todd McClellan may not exactly have the same opportunities to to really get in close with the rain and see what's happening there. Uh, but I think it, it's not outside of the realm of possibility, especially if a spot opens up on wing at some point, uh, or, you know, someone continues to not work out the way um the team wants them to. I'm not gonna name names. Uh, but you know, I, I think that it'd be possible to give Tyler Madden a spin. Why not? Let's that's live, the live on I, the edge.
0: That's what I really want to see on the on the Ontario reign go up to the LA Kings. I think he'd be a tremendous asset to the Kings, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, I do like his speed. I like his playmaking ability. Yeah, He's really good on that line with Arthur Kaliev. And what I like about him is he creates chances in deep. Um, he has this tendency to really get into the high danger areas and create chances for himself. He's not afraid to skate hard and try to get those dirty assists. So what I mean by dirty assists is those passes from the corner. And he'll usually mm-hmm. get like a secondary assist that way. Is to create something by drawing two defenders. That's something that he did a lot against Bakersfield. By the way, is well, why are you draw, drawing two defenders? It's because he has good puck handling ability, from what I've noticed. I noticed this against San Diego, where his puck handling ability was very good, and he would draw two defenders. Um, he mm-hmm. drew, he drew Drysdale <laughs> out of his assignment on one point, <laughs> which I thought was uncharacteristic of Jamie Drysdale. Mm-hmm. But I think that shows how good of a skater Madden is. And I also like Akil Thomas on mm-hmm. the Ontario Reign. I think he could make a difference for the Kings in the future. All right, we are way over time here, and we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about RockAuto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Uh, Sarah, what kind of car do you drive?
1: I have a Nissan Juke. A What? A Nissan Juke. What? Do I need to send you a picture of it?
0: (laughs) Um, please send me this privately (laughs) because I have no idea what you're talking about. So, I mean, I, you've been, I, I drive a Prius. Yes, folks. I'm one of those, ooh, hybrid car. Let's not waste gas. Yes, I do actually love my Prius mainly because I fill up my tank maybe once every few weeks nowadays because we're on lockdown. Yay. Save money on gas. So if we need parts for our cars, we should probably go to what site,
1: Sarah? I think we should investigate rockauto.com.
0: We definitely should. I mean, why pay full price for the same parts we can get for half price on rockauto.com? You don't have to spend all that money on the big box stores. Rockauto.com is the place for you. And there's a box that says, where did you hear about us? What should they put in that box, Sarah?
1: They should write the words Locked On. Or if they want to get really specific, they can write Locked On Ducks or Locked On Kings. Why not? Yeah.
0: Or if you want to get super specific to this show, just put Locked On SoCal Hockey. That's for both of us. So once again, that's the How Did You Hear About Us box. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Okay. I did the song. Yay. See, you got to sing. (laughs) Now I did my jingle. Yeah, and while Sarah is investigating more awesome shootout goals from Trevor Zegras, we're going to talk about the upcoming freeway faceoff on the other side. So I have multiple answers as far as goals players, and you know exactly where I'm going to go so I'm just going to mention the name because we talked about him all the time <laughs> during World Juniors. He was a tournament MVP. All Ducks fans want to see Trevor Zegras come up now. Look, he's created so much offense for that goal team. He's made them exciting. He scored a point in every preseason game, even the last game against Bakersfield. He had multiple points. The game against Ontario, he had multiple points. Yeah. He's a point machine. He's he's a point getter. He's one of the premier playmakers and goal scorers in the entire prospects list. If you were to have a list of the top prospects in the NHL, Trevor Zegres should be in the top three. Yes, that's high. He's that good. As far as other... Yeah, you're kind of chuckling like, wow, that high? Yes! I'm not just being a homer. I really believe that. And several people would agree with me on that.
1: He's so good. It makes me so mad. Why does it make you mad? Because he's not a king. He's a duck. He should be on the Kings with his best friend, Alex Turcotte. (laughs) I thought you... Never mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I promised I would do this. So I'm going to do this now. I'm going to show Sarah right now. And I'm going to put this on my... What was that? Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So, this is going to be live on there. Uh Uh-oh. Where I'm going to show what Trevor Zegers can do against the Kings. Oh, no. So... The the fans here are going to see this. (laughs) I said, "How about this? Imagine this against the Kings in the future." Trevor Zegers' shootout goal was amazing. I mean, there are no yeah. Just imagine that movement. (laughs) It's filthy.
1: Oh, he's so fast.
0: (laughs) Right. And he's so sick. No, that's too. gross.
1: That's gross. <laughs> as,
0: as the kids... Trevor,
1: we'll rescue you. We'll rescue you, Trevor. We'll re-reunite we'll re- you with your best friend. Just give me a call. We'll we'll steal you from there. It's, oh, no, it's cool. No, no, we got
0: no, you. No, the Ducks aren't giving him up anytime <laughs> soon.
1: I mean, you're not, you're not giving him up. I'm going to physically steal him.
0: <laughs> ah. So I actually do have a list of a few players. Um, one of those players I had on my list last year to make a difference for the Ducks, and he's making a difference this year, is Yanni Hockenpah. This year's defenseman that I think could make a big difference as far as defense goes is Josh Mahura. Uh, Mahura has spent some time with the San Diego system and some time up with the Ducks practice. In fact, Mahura has played some preseason games with the Ducks, so he has the experience up there with those lines. I think defensively, he would be a little bit better off than who the Ducks are fielding out there right now. So just to wit, here's who the Ducks had on defense on Sunday night. They had Hampus Lindholm, Kevin Shattenkirk, Cam Fowler. Then Yanni Hockenpah. Then you had Ben Hutton and Jacob Larson. Larson has been okay. Hutton did not have a good game Sunday night. And I know that some fans are high on Hutton, I'm not that high on him yet, and Larson has been inconsistent this season. That scares me a little bit. So as far as looking at who the Ducks slash goals have on defense, I look at Jamie Drysdale, obviously, as being one of the best defensive skaters. In fact, he was ranked as the top defensive skater in the 2020 NHL entry draft. And look at Mahura. He kind of has that same mold as Drysdale and still trying to polish up a little bit on that defensive end. Yes, I'm skewing more towards defense because the defense could be better in front of John Gibson because, you know, Gibson is the premier goaltender despite the last couple of games. I know you were kind of laughing about that a little bit. Admitted, Sarah, you were laughing a little bit. A little. Yeah, you were. Uh, Mahura has played, I want to say like six, no, like, 16 games one year and 11 another year. So he's had 20-something games in the top NHL league. Uh, one other player that I really want to get to before we head to the break is Chase DeLeo. Chase DeLeo is a La Marotta native. He's from Southern California. Uh, I, I love his Twitter, by the way. Uh, Chase DeLeo, a couple weeks ago, he was so enamored with the fact that we actually had snow here in Southern California. And he said, this is like being in Canada. Yeah, it is. SoCal, you know. We've had some weird weather recently. Uh, Chase DeLeo has had a cup of coffee with the Ducks in the prior two seasons. He scored exactly zero goals for the Ducks. I think he should come up to Anaheim this season. uh, Mainly because he does draw defenders off from the puck. Um, He would be good maybe in that third or fourth line. I could possibly see DeLeo on a line in the kid line with maybe a Max Comtois, a Troy Terry, you know, kind of in that third line. He would do well there, I think. So that's on my list as far as players that could go to the Anaheim Ducks this season. Uh, Sarah, you're still enamored by that shootout goal, aren't you? Ugh, Trevor, we'll save you. (laughs) Guess what starts two nights the freeway face off are you excited
1: i mean i'm excited to see how long it takes curtis mcdermott to punch someone all
0: right let's let's go with the silly question first
1: uh who's <laughs> curtis mcdermott gonna fight first for the ducks um nick ritchie's still on your team right no oh no not 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 <laughs> nick ritchie um nick delorier
0: yeah the other nick
1: Yeah, they're Nick. Nick Nick Richie used to be a Duck, right? Yeah. Okay, that's why I was confused. Yes, no. Nick Delorier, he's going to get punched in the face probably. I mean, it
0: happened before. Yeah. I think that's the likely candidate. Yeah, Nick Delorier is... I mean, he hasn't played the last couple of games, so I don't know if he's going to play or not. He might not. But as far as current Ducks that are on the active roster right now, I think it's going to be Curtis McDermott. And you know who he might fight? Aside from Nick DeLaurier, Max Comtois. Oh. Hmm. Now, DeLaurier has played recently. Um, He's on the fourth line right now. He hasn't played many minutes. So I could see DeLaurier versus Curtis McDermott. But Max Comtois, he's a bit of a scrapper, too. Um, I don't know if you remember some of his scraps with uh, Boko Amama. Oh, yeah. Now do you remember?
1: Yeah, he is feisty. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Mm-hmm. Boko Amama. Even though he's a rain player, one of my favorite players of all time, of all time, for one specific reason. Do you know what that is?
1: Um, other than the fact that he punches your team's players in the face.
0: Um, this is gonna go like kind of just in an awful place. But remember, he was involved in that incident last year. Yeah. And the first game they faced each other, Boku Mama beat the ever-loving crap out of Brandon Manning. And just for a hot minute, Brandon Manning was the one who uh, hurled a racial slur in the direction of Imama, got suspended for a few games, and then Brandon Manning came back and got his ass lit by Boko Imama.
1: Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy.
0: (laughs) You love Imama, don't you?
1: I, I mean, I think that he... Like, on a serious note, he is a player who, like, a couple of years ago, I would have been like, why? Like, he he just was a a guy that was and he hadn't really managed to translate any of his skills from juniors to, to professional hockey. And I didn't like the fact that he was just kind of getting typecast as the guy who plays four minutes and punches people. But mm-hmm. I really do feel like over the past couple of years, he has really, you know, he, he's never going to be a first-line player, but he has a, a much smarter, more, well, more well-rounded more well game um, and still punches people in the face. Yeah. But I, I know is very loved by his teammates, and, you know, they all would have jumped Brandon had they had the chance to um but yeah I mean I I I think that he just brings a lot of fun to the team and is someone who kind of like Curtis McDermott who sort of played that same role for the rain um kind of shows what happens when you work hard to to improve as a hockey player and yeah a couple of years ago I would have been like why are you resigning him like just (laughs) What he? Why he got one point? Um, but now I'm like, no, like let's keep bringing this kid back. Like he he's he's really great for that team in that room. So there was another
0: fight that I remember. This was a goals rain matchup, and I hate to bring this up to you because I know you're gonna be pissed off about this. Uh, I don't know if you recall last year during the preseason when Max Comtois uh, he was with the goals, and he kind of beat up Sean derzy Oh, that's right.
1: That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Oh, Sean follow- Dersey's such a like, wh- like why are you fighting Sean Dersey? Like, don't do that. Well,
0: you know Sean Dersey. He's not a fighter. He, no. No. He's he's not. And for Sean Dersey to try to beat up Max Comtois, Max had this look like, really? Okay, let's go. <laughs> like seriously. And what happened later was, uh, Comtois just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Just yeah. Dem- demolished him. So he's a fighter. Uh, the one from last year when Max Comtois first came up. What does he do? He fights Shea Theodore. What are you thinking, Max? <laughs> like, oh, no. Why does yeah. he
1: keep fighting guys who aren't fighty people? Like, what did Shea Theodore ever do to you?
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Max Comtois does chirp a lot. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of his game is he is a bit of a pest. Not Not a pest like Perry was. I mean, mm-hmm. Corey, Corey Perry was just a pest in his own right. But Max Comtois is kind of like just a rough pest where he will he will dish out the hits, but he will finish his, his checks. He's not a dirty player per se, but he just likes to get the shoulder, into the shoulder a little bit harder. He likes to just finish the checks and really drive the point home. Hey, I'm here. That was his game maybe three years ago. He's developed into a pretty decent goal scorer for the Ducks. So I could see Comtois mixing it up with McDermott. I could see it happening.
1: All right. Bring it on. Bring it on, Ducks. It's going to happen. So.
0: We had a whole few minutes talking about hockey fights, and we didn't talk about the actual teams. So. (laughs) We're already long on time because we talked about other crap. <laughs> uh, do you want to head into the next innovation and talk about Bet Online or at least introduce it?
1: Sure. So. I feel like the world of uh, sports betting and sports books and all that stuff is just exploding. Uh, It's everywhere online. People are getting super into it. And even betting and making predictions on stuff like what is going to be in the Super Bowl commercials. And I think that that is just super entertaining. So if you are interested in investigating this kind of stuff, there's only one place online that we trust. And that is betonline.ag, which is a, your online sportsbook experts and if you go sign up right now on their website betonline.ag you can get a 50% welcome bonus by using the code locked on that's all correct right
0: yeah and i forgot about the super bowl i mean i'm we're so focused on hockey and basketball here that we forgot about the super bowl That's next yeah this this weekend mhm oh my god it's the buccaneers and the chiefs wow sure is <laughs> that happened so Yeah, that happened. So if you want to bet on the Super Bowl or, hey, you could bet on some of the hockey games like tonight's game featuring the Ducks and the Kings, take the under on the goals. That is our lock of the day. (laughs) (laughs) We Yeah, we hear your boy Q. Anyway, go to betonline.ag. Once again, your exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please gamble responsibly. And after the break, I think we'll actually have a preview of tonight's game, right? I guess. Might as well. Might as well. We're here. All right. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked on SoCal Hockey. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. That's Sarah Avampado And... I'll admit this right now. We've kind of avoided talking about the actual game taking place tonight because both of our teams stink.
1: Like it's a game; it's gonna happen. We can't we can't make it not happen unless we lie and says everyone has say everyone has COVID, and I don't want to do that. Um, we, we can't make it not happen. So I guess we should talk about it a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, I think we're more
1: entertained by the fact
0: that there could be a fight or two.
1: Yeah, and that's really sad. Like that's not usually my thing, but I, I don't but they, they, like they stink. Yeah, it's just I, I really think that this game is gonna be either like an eight six blowout. And I don't even care which team it goes in favor of like we just neither team will have any defense and John Gibson and Jonathan Quick are just both going to leave because they're going to be like this blows Um, or it's going to be zero zero and go to a shootout because life hates us like there's no in between or it'll be a fourth three overtime loss for the Kings because that's just what they do.
0: Wait, you mean the Kings are going to be ahead three to one to the Ducks (laughs) Then they're going to come back and win an extra... Oh, where have I heard this before?
1: I mean, I will say the the most unrealistic part of that scenario is the Ducks scoring more than one goal in a game. Aw, damn.
0: (laughs) Oh, Sarah.
1: Listen, I looked at the average goals scored for for that team, and it's sad. 1.6
0: goals per game. I put out a poll, (laughs) and this is really how bad the Ducks are on offense. Will the Ducks break through the 100-goal mark for the entire season? I'm going to give a shout-out here to a loyal listener and loyal replier to LO underscore Ducks, Jan Richter. This is your shout-out. She believes in miracles and John Gibson and says that they'll score 120 goals this season (laughs) because if there isn't, Gibby will beat them up. That's fair. I don't see 120 happening, personally. I personally have it just above 100. If that. Maybe. You think they can, don't you?
1: I mean... (laughs) They're playing the king so many times. I mean, I think it might be close. Like, the serious answer is that I, I think it'll be close. Like, they might get to 98. Or they might get to 105. But I don't really know that 120... Is unless things rapidly change, I don't really know that's going to get there.
0: Yeah. Uh By the way, thanks to Jan Richter for that prediction. Yeah, the goals for, for the Ducks have been abysmal. And it starts with their power play. Uh, the power plays for both teams are kind of like night and day because the Kings are at least decent on their power play, right?
1: Yeah, I think they're kind of middle of the pack ish when you look at the league as a whole, but uh, I I feel like that it also is a little bit deflated maybe by the fact that they've had to play Colorado and they've had to play St. Louis and Minnesota for a time, at least had one of the best power plays or one of the best penalty kills in the league. So the Kings didn't even have that many, you know, they've got a bunch of, chances against minnesota but uh couldn't really cash in but it has been clicking there has been uh, some good things on it that i've liked seeing but i never trust it that's the problem
0: the anaheim ducks have had two power play goals in the last three games those have been their only two power play goals the entire season there was the running joke on my twitter did the Ducks score on the power play today no 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 and finally they did just on thursday night hallelujah and this is thanks to Sarah because I know she's laughing at this Sarah you inspired mm-hmm. this because I did every day on your Twitter <laughs> did the King score first or did they get scored on first rather Mm-hmm. same answer
1: it's a, it's a, it's a sad situation the only goal that the King scored first Curtis McDermott
0: hey Curtis McDermott is a stud folks <laughs> he's a freaking stud Goal-scoring um, maniac. Yeah. No, you know what? He had dabbled in playing forward with Ontario. For I mean, a few games. Why not? Hey, Mike Stuthers did that little experiment for a while, and it paid off. Curtis can play forward whenever he wants. So to actually preview this game, I mean, it's going to be special teams. is going to be a big difference. I don't know if the Ducks can overcome, because the Kings have a pretty decent PK, but so do the Ducks. In fact, the Ducks are still in the top five as far as PK goes, which is amazing to me because they were scored on more times. <laughs> you know I'm going to say it. You can mute this if you want. They've been scored on more times than Elizabeth Taylor. There. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's old school. What's a current name that I could throw in there instead of Elizabeth Taylor? Sarah, help me out here.
1: I'm I'm not trendy, my friend. You know me. (laughs) Now who's who's current
0: that's been around the block a lot?
1: Taylor Swift?
0: No, Taylor's Now you know what I'm gonna go really bad here. (laughs) The ducks have been scored on more than a Kardashian. There! Uh, There you go. There. I said it. 10 goals allowed against the blues in the last two games. And yet the penalty kill is still decent. They were ranked as high as third in the entire NHL right now. They're still in top five, which is astounding. So I don't see either team scoring on the power play this game. I don't, especially the ducks. They don't move around on the power play at all. I know the Kings are kind of the same way where they where their cycle game, as far as power play just isn't there.
1: Right mm-hmm. now. yeah,
0: And I'm not sure why the Kings are putting out who they are on the power play at the moment.
1: And, like, the sad thing is it looks better now than it has in past seasons. Like, I watch the power play now, and I'm usually not, like, in physical pain because of it. Like, they're, they are getting more puck movement. They are getting more guys moving around on the ice. I just don't know that they're getting them to the optimal positions. I don't know that they're putting the guys in the right places that they should be, but uh, it's a work in progress. I don't think they're putting the right guys out there. Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, one problem at a time. Okay. (laughs) They have to learn to pass first. (laughs)
0: Wow. Wow. That sounds like a coaching issue. (laughs)
1: They they can't just keep sending the puck to like Drew Daly and hoping that like, like You you have to do something else.
0: <laughs> the Ducks do the same damn thing. They pass it to Cam Fowler. They don't move for five seconds and expect something to happen. The Kings do the same thing. They pass to Drew Doughty, expect a miracle, and then do nothing. Yep. I've seen enough of both these teams to know what exactly happens. It's not going to cancel out. There's going to be no power play goals in this game. Oh, uh, As far as the goalies, John Gibson is a maniac on goal and apparently beating players up. Jonathan Quick, he's had a bit of a resurgence for a couple of games, at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been the the end of last season before COVID ended everything. Quick was doing really well. Uh, And then, as usual, he kind of he kind of always like eases into the season. So there have been some games I haven't been super impressed by him. But I'm also not super impressed by the team in front of him all the time yeah. but I think that he he has looked good uh now that Cal Peterson has a win under his belt um I think he looked a lot more confident in the last game we saw him in too and you know I I think that the Kings problems as much as everyone likes to make fun of Jonathan Quick and the fact that he's signed to a deal that's like eight million years long I I do think that like he has declined a little bit because he's getting older but he still can pull off a crazy win And one of those games where you're just like, I have no idea how you did that and how you're still alive afterwards. Um, It's just not always consistent. And the big problem is the team in front of him. So I can't put all of it on him.
0: And the same could be said about John Gibson is the team in front of him is going to be a lot to blame here because you cannot rely on John Gibson alone. In fact, one article that I read said, John Gibson cannot save the world. (laughs) You cannot put everything on him every game. Um, I looked... At the chances recently, and this was a podcast that I put out just a few days ago, where the second period troubles were astounding for the Ducks in the two games against Arizona. The shot attempts were fifty-four to nine in favor mm. of Arizona. No, you're not going to win if you get outshot fifty-four to nine in the second period. As far that's as that's so is, bad. Oh my god. Shot attempts overall were 517 to 383 at one point. That's no. yes, you think I'm <laughs> kidding, but I I'm absolutely not. Um as of right now, the shot attempts are six twenty around six twenty to about is that right? No, six around six twenty to four twenty. No, four forty. Okay, either way, the Ducks are getting outshot by a large margin right now. And it's not going to stop anytime soon. At least the Kings can generate some offense. Um, I look at their top line. They're generating um, some pretty good high danger chances for what it's worth. They proved that against Minnesota early in the season. Where they can get down Mm -hmm, to mm. the home plate area very easily and score on a deflection or score on a tip-in and that's been some of the Kings game is they will have those plays by design where they'll get a tip-in pretty easily the Ducks don't really have as many of those set plays they've only scored 16 times this season for crying out loud I know you're I hear you Sarah I can hear that
1: (laughs) I'm trying to move away from the microphone but it's just it's so sad and so funny only because I'm speaking the truth, and I
0: know Ducks fans don't want to hear this, but they're not generating the kind of plays that the Kings are. Therefore, my official prediction for tonight's game, I have the Kings winning it 2-1. to one. Oh. Interesting. Because the Ducks are not scoring more than once.
1: Who do you think scores for the Ducks?
0: Oh, wow. You know what? Let's throw this out there. Let's throw crap on the wall. (laughs) I think Max Comtois is going to score the goal.
1: I like it. I like it. (laughs) Why not? I mean, if Curtis McDermott can score a goal and yeah, let's, let's, let's see what happens. Make a prediction.
0: What do you think the score is going to be?
1: I was going to go three to two in favor of the Kings. You
0: think the ducks are going to score twice?
1: Well, I think the Ducks are going to score once, and then I think that it's going to like bounce off of a Kings player's skate for the other goal. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a Ducks player that puts it in there. That's what happens to the Ducks, not the anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, so who who scores
1: for the Kings? Um, we'll go with Kopitar because he's perfect and he needs more goals. Um. I'm going to say it said three to two. Come on. Say uh, it. Come on. You know, you want to <laughs> Adrian Kempe. He's been on fire lately. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually going to go with Drew Doughty. And I'm going to say that the Drew Doughty goal might actually be a power play goal. Oh, <gasps> Hmm. And I think the 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 puck that goes in off of a Kings player into their own net is going to bounce off of Curtis McDermott. McDerm- wow. I'm sorry, Curtis. But it wow. keeps happening to him. It happens to him all the time. He's just so large.
0: How's this for Bulls? I do think is going to score a goal as well. So we at least agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you know who could score the other one? And this is kind of going to be, like, out there. <sighs> You ready?
1: Oh, say it, say it.
0: <laughs> the player that I thought was overrated last year, he might pull through against the Ducks. Don't make me say it.
1: <laughs> Would you be talking about uh, my good personal friend Gabriel Vellardi?
0: I mean, look, I know what I said last year. I I know Vellardi. Had his slow start last year in Ontario, and I know back problems had to do with that. Yeah, I'm gonna say Campe and Velarde score some I goals like tomorrow. It. I like it. So, officially, your prediction is three to two, my prediction is two to mm. one, but we both predict the Ducks will lose.
1: <laughs> yes, sorry,
0: sorry, Ducks fans, but I try to be a little bit honest. Hey, look at the bright side, Ducks fans. We're looking at a top three pick in a few months. The silver lining is there, folks. You really have to want to see it, but it's there. Silver lining. Not LA Kings silver, but, you know,
1: you know. What? Owen Power is really good. Go Google him. (laughs) Lottery
0: pick, baby. Woo! With with that, that was our uh, preview for tonight's game. You can catch that game on Prime Ticket and Fox Sports West. Or if you want to hear some really awesome announcers, check out the radio feeds because I love the radio, guys. Okay. Uh, can, can I say this on our podcast? Can I say this on your podcast? Yes. I think Fausti would make a great Jeopardy host instead of an LA Kings announcer. But I love the radio guys so much. I I think Nick Nixon is tremendous as the radio guy for the Kings. I prefer listening to him right now.
1: That's a fair take. I've listened to my share of Nick Nixon in my car when I'm stuck somewhere and can't watch the game. He's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I like that. I like it.
0: Yeah. And and I like Daryl Evans on there as well. They both do a fantastic job. And for the radio guys for the Ducks... I like Steve Carroll a lot. He's always been very kind and genuine and I think he does a fantastic job. He did good with the rain goals again the other night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Mix it up.
0: I'm really ruffling some feathers tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And if you, if you liked those takes, then we are locked on Kings and locked on ducks. If you did not like those takes, uh, we are locked on sharks. We swear. Chomp, 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 chomp. Chomp, chomp.
1: (laughs) Is that the tank coming and running you over?
0: Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was going to say choking on the stick, but I like yours better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tank squad, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? It is tankerific. And it's only February 2nd. Oh, my God. Oh, my (laughs) God. So you can hear our respective shows, Locked on Kings and Locked on Ducks. Wow, I'm really stalling for time here. No, I'm not. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, we're having fun here, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Uh, Sarah, Sarah's on here a lot. She's probably on this show more than any other guest I've had, and it's probably vice versa. I've probably been on her show more than anyone else on her side, too. I think
1: our teams just play each other so much and our baby teams just play each other so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but the goals rain games are the best and Sarah is still owed a poutine for the next time the rain and goals play at San Diego. So when that happens, there might be a live show. So if you want to, if you don't want to miss that live show later next year, you should subscribe to both our podcasts Subscribe to Locked on Ducks and Locked on Kings. And Sarah, I'll throw it over to you. And the floor is yours. Anything you want to say?
1: All right. You can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. Content includes yelling about hockey, occasional cat photos, and <laughs> having really uncomfortable feelings about Jeff Carter's current hair situation. Uh, this show is available on Twitter at Locked On LA Kings, I'm also on Locked On NHL on Mondays and Wednesdays, which is at Locked On NHL Pods on the Twitters. All great follows. And then, if you really, really want to read about the Kings, I have been doing an occasional newsletter about the Los Angeles Kings called Line to the Throne. Uh, it is the pinned tweet on both my Twitter and the on on my Twitter, so you can go and uh, find it there. And I occasionally yell about Drew Doughty and how he needs to be better sometimes. So. You know, it's not all sunshine and saying that everyone on the team is great. I promise.
0: Wow. That kind of sounds like this podcast that I host where, yeah, not everything is rainbows and sunshine. It's really not. But if you follow the Ontario rain, it is all rainbows. Ah, ah. ah lame jokes. <laughs> anyway, you can hear my podcast here. If you're listening, then you're awesome. Congratulations. Um, LO underscore Ducks is the Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. And, oh, yeah, be sure to write any comments at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Or if you have any hate mail, uh, forward that over to... I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> bring it on.
0: Yeah, bring 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 it on. Bring on the hate.
1: LockedOnLAKings at gmail.com. Just send it right to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sarah, thanks again. We are way over time. This might be three episodes for you, but any final, final, final thoughts before we say goodbye to our endearing fans?
1: Ducks fly together. Wow.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Keeping you <laughs> Keep on your toes. Oh, my God. You know what? I'll have I'll have you finish the show today because <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm caught off guard.
1: On behalf of Locked on Los Angeles Kings and Locked on Anaheim Ducks, uh, Ducks fly together and Kings do something. So, uh, just this once, I'll quack with you. Quack. Quack. Quack.
0: Quack. 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 (laughs) Quack. 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 Oh, stay safe, everyone. That's Communication.